Yeah, I have a very simple answer to that. Yes, no, possibly, maybe, I'm not sure, but let me tell you what I really think. Frickin' da. It's episode number 49 of the Promo Front Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me is the head honcho of Hard Seltzers, the one and only Dr. Kirby Hossman. Kirby, how the hell are you today? You know what I'm doing well. I I have uh, really come to enjoy the new you know the new greeting after the open each time. That that brings me a great deal of joy. I'm as you and I discussed before we started recording. I just got back from a really quick little boys trip, a little golf. That was delightful. I have missed Excellent. doing that sort of thing. So Excellent. I'm doing well. How are you, bud? I'm doing great. I'm. I, what's giving me joy is right now my lawn is being mowed by someone not by me. So if you hear that in the background, I apologize. But that gives me an immense amount of joy. I don't, one of the things I, I love working with my hands, but I don't love yard work and I don't enjoy it. I find very little joy in doing that type of thing. But I'll tell you something that does give me joy, Kirby, if you would give me the platform to do so. Oh, please do. Thank you for allowing me. It'd be our friends over at Promo Pulse in their new service, AMP. You know, we've talked about it. AMP is, you use AMP to send those retail-looking, end-user-friendly emails to your customers using content from suppliers that you get to choose. It's so easy. Now, a lot of times we talk about things that are easy, and you think, well, that's probably like six steps. No, that's that's hard compared to what you have to do for AMP. <laughs> AMP, three easy steps. Number one, Choose your suppliers. It's like an old uh, New Kids on the Block song. Step one, (laughs) choose your suppliers. Step two, upload your list and logo. Step three, choose your sending frequency. That's it. That's right. All you do is do that. You set it, you forget it, and you have consistent, beautiful outbound marketing all year round. Kirby, I know you've used it, even though it's in beta testing. I know that Jason Noakes, the founder in Major Domo over there, Promo Pulse, has asked you to beta test that. And um, tell me what your results have been. Yeah, it's been it's been really good. And I think the thing I'll speak to first is it really is easy, very user friendly, which is super important if you're going to do something. Um, the other piece I would say is the results have been so fascinating because while we actually just in the interest of transparency, we do emails already. And so I was a little hesitant. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to, in, in, you know, over be overbearing to people. That's not been the case. I mm. have people engaging mm. with those emails that don't engage with my other emails, which is fascinating to pay attention to. And then mm. the other uh, statistic in sort of email marketing is opened emails, right? And I always think that's mm-hmm. kind of a strange statistic because- yep really has to do with whether you download the pictures or not. If you don't, then mm-hmm. it doesn't count. And my click rate, my, the, the number of clicks was actually higher than the mm-hmm. opens, which is really kind of interesting. It shows that people, even if they aren't showing up as opened, right. more people are engaging with it than is even showing. So uh, our, our response has been really good so far. And uh, I, again, I've, I've recommended it personally outside of this, this podcast to a couple of people as well. It's, it's really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. So like I said, they're currently in private beta, but if you want to get on the list and gosh darn it, why wouldn't you? Interested distributors, all you have to do is go to www.promopulse.io backslash AMP, A-M-P, 
get on that list. You're not going to be sorry you did. I'm telling you, it's one of those very rare things we see in the industry that truly does shift the game a little bit. We talk about, oh, that's game changing. That's hyperbole. We're not going to say that. It doesn't change the game, but it does shift it quite a bit. And it shifts it very much in the distributor's favor in terms of outbound marketing. So great stuff there from our pals over at Promo Post. Now, Kirby, this is the Promo Upfront podcast. And I want to thank you for having the courage to do 49 of these with me so far. <laughs> it's your week to bring up the topic of the day, the Promo Upfront section of the podcast. Kirby, light this candle. Let's go. Okay, cool. Um, so this is a little bit of a 10,000 foot uh, topic. I, it, there's been so many announcements. One of the things that we've said a bunch of times is we don't want to be like the acquisition podcast of acquisitions. Um, but man, it feels like there's a lot of moving parts. So it isn't specific to acquisitions necessarily, but I feel like in the last really couple of weeks, but even this week, there's just been a lot of really big announcements that, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, um, the scalable brands uh, making their acquisition with PMGOA. Um, of course, our buddy, uh, Ben Taylor is going to be the president over yep. there. I, I was excited to see that because Ben's my buddy. Absolutely. No, um, very happy to see that. And then like Eric Granada going to Brand Fuel. I, like, yep. I think that's a big, big deal. That's one of those things yeah. that I think we'll see that play out over the, the next little bit. So um, but I'm, I'm curious, sort of the topic of it is, I feel like there's a lot of movement going on right now. Do you think that is sort of a, just a, a quick trend or a bit of a shakeup because of COVID and stuff like that? Or do you think this is something that's going to be going on a lot for the, for the next six months or so? Yeah, I have a very simple answer to that. Yes, no, possibly, maybe, I'm not sure, but let me tell you what I really think. Here's what I think. Um, I think what you saw during COVID, I think a lot of your, your organizations that were very hot on the M&A trail kind of pull back. Um, you didn't know what companies, frankly, were going to survive. And so are acquiring a company that's really not going to make it anyway. I mean, we're being completely candid here. Plus, those companies have to invest a lot of money to acquire companies. Mm -hmm. So they're going to hold back that money during a pandemic to make sure that they stay uh, salient and afloat. So, right. or solvent and afloat. So I think you're going to see that. I think people have been kind of chomping at the bit. And, and mm -hmm. I think there's been a lot of chess moving behind the scenes. And I think you're going to see a huge kind of like an Oklahoma land rush, not only for companies like, uh, um, scalable brands. And, you know, like you said, Ben, Ben Taylor's going to do a great job running, running that organization. He's going to do a great job. You're going to see it with people too. And yeah. so you have people like an Eric Granada, who is one of the brightest, one of the sharpest IT guys in the industry with the driest sense of humor. If you ever <laughs> want to have a great dinner, go to dinner with Eric Granada because it is a treat. He's got some great stories and he's just, he's really just a really terrific and lovely human being. And he's a great fit for brand fuel. And so you're going to have forward thinking companies like brand fuel identifying people. And who do we want to be part of this? Because, you know, we haven't seen the entire fallout of COVID yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're just starting to see that. So I was a little flippant in the beginning, but I think you're going to see a real, real acceleration of this in, in a major way. I think you're going to see some major, major moves as people are jockeying for a better seat at a different table. Yeah, I think what you said was interesting in the sense that people, they held back in acquisitions for a little bit. That's I think that's a great point. I, I also think it's from the company side, but I also think it's from the individual side. I think people are looking around going, 
wait, I don't, I don't have to sit at this table anymore. The world has changed. I um, told you I was just on a, a trip with my buddy. He, you know, has lived in Indianapolis area for 20 years or so. And mm-hmm. he has stayed with the same company. He's moved to Columbus um, with the company's blessing. Yeah. I thought it was super fascinating. Last night we're driving home and he said, this has changed my retirement plans. Because mm-hmm. I, I was wanting to retire earlier so I could move back to the Columbus area. Now right. I really don't want to retire. And so yeah. I, I think that's really interesting that people are looking around going, okay, if I can work anywhere, where do I really want to work? Well, and I think and that even, drives it. You even had Joshua Pospisil leave yeah. to go to Hirsch Gift. So yeah. you're, you're, you're going, <laughs> excuse me, you're going to see a lot of that on just about every level of every organization. Yeah. And I think it'll take about six to eight months, maybe 12 for it all to really shake out. It's almost like a giant free agency period in the promotional products industry. Yeah. Um, but there are going to be some people who are left out too. Yeah. I mean, nice. it's, it's cuts, it cuts both ways. There are fewer seats for mm-hmm. more people. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right, Kirby. Congrats um, to all those folks who are moving around, by the way. Absolutely. No, it's always a good thing. Look, when, when anybody seeks to improve themselves, I always think it's a good, good deal. Um, I got two topics here. I'm going to save a more controversial one for a bit. Okay. ASI facilitate. They had an in-person, um, in-person event in Austin, Texas this week. A couple things on that. I wanted to just bring up, obviously the in-person events are returning. We talked a couple of weeks ago about the absolute beautiful foresight ASI has had uh, with Andy Cohen and his team leading events and Tim Andrews really championing that effort to have the first large scale event yep. with ASI Chicago coming up next month. I think this is their, their ASI's first actual event, smaller scale with facilitate, which mm-hmm. we know what that format is, you know, kind of a speed dating format. I think it's interesting that everybody's looking at facilities. Wow, the industry's back. It's the first event. Um, does Do people forget that the regionals kind of started pulling this off on a very small scale, sure. but a very uh, smart and measured way led by your team at OPA? I know Mark Farah here in uh, the Promotional Product Association Mid-South. I attended one, a couple. I've attended two, one outside, one inside. So mm-hmm. I want to make sure we... Tip, a, tip our proverbial promotional cap to ASI, but let's not re, let's not forget the groundwork that was laid and the hard work that was done by the regionals that really started opening the door for this. That's not to say ASI wouldn't have done it anyway. They would have, and they deserve all the credit they're getting. Yeah, but there's also credit that goes to those regional associations and those boards. And you're on one. I'm not anymore. I'm actually not on any board right now. But it, some, some accolades go there as well. And I thought it was kind of important we mentioned that. Yeah, no, I appreciate you saying it. Um, yeah, and let me just tell you, like, we've done two. OPA's done two of these, in, and not just in-person meetings, but the actual speed dating kind of meetings. Uh, we did one in August of last yeah. year, which was, like, people were like, it was absurd. I actually got more phone calls after that meeting going, how did it go? What? It, um, and I, I think the way you said it is exactly right. I mean, that was those were the um, ones that laid the groundwork um, mm-hmm. for moving forward. And I remember, especially the one in August, we were like, we have to be so careful. If we mess this yeah. up, it's going to set the industry back a year. Right. 
Like that was literally right. our mindset. Well, you would be taking a weed whacker, much yeah. like my lawn's being weed whacked right now. <laughs> you would take a weed whacker to any future events because people would be like, I, they didn't pull it off. They can't do it. Yeah. And somebody got sick or this or exactly. that. Um, and so we were hyper vigilant about it. Yeah. Um, and, but I think back to the ASI concept, kudos to the team that did that. I just kind of attended oh, yeah. the, the OPA things. Um, yeah. But to ASI's point, I think we're living in a culture right now where we're seeing so many organizations, so many committees, so many things that I'm not going to make a mistake. I'd rather make no decision, which of course is a decision. I'd rather make no decision than make a mistake. So to see a larger national scale organization be willing to be the first, that's the thing where I I think it does take it to the next level. And I was excited to see it. I love to say, as Getty Lee once sang from Rush, you can choose not to decide, but you still have made a choice. And I love the fact that ASI stuck their neck out. I love the fact that OPA stuck their neck out, that the Promotional Product Association Mid-South did. In other regionals, I'm not aware of the shows that they did during COVID. So I'm I'm not not pointing, everybody who's done it. Great job, great job. You know what else is great? You know what else is great, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Oh, thank you so much for asking. I love me some promotional products and I've (laughs) I've got a doozy this week. Okay. This one is an oldie but a goodie, and you might remember this one, Kirby. Okay. This is, as I show it on my screen, a little flask. It's a yeah. six-ounce uh, stainless steel flask from our good pals over at Snugs, and it's got the leather wrapping here with the debossing. Very beautiful here, the Fender guitar thing. It's actually the Brannigan leather-wrapped six-ounce stainless steel flask. It's on clearance right now. So this is a good time. This is a really good time. As concerts start picking up, you want to <laughs> tuck a little little yumminess in your boot, this will do it for you. But I actually really love this thing. It's a very classy. It's very elegant. It's hard to make a flask elegant and Snugs did it. Yeah. So I just love this piece here. And who doesn't want, you know, a little flask and, and have, have a little, you know, whatever's in here. A little snort. There's uh, nothing in here, yeah. but it looked cool. It did. Uh, and I would it's say great, great piece. we were, we were blessed to be able to see some of their leather collection up yep. close and personal as it was being made. I love that whole leather collection. It's super oh. cool. And, and me too. And when we went there, quick side note, we went there. Not only did we get to see that production, we recorded a podcast there. We actually got to participate in doing it. And I will tell you, Kirby and I are terrible at it. <laughs> we are um, the worst. <laughs> when I tell you that the people at Snugs are skilled artisans and craftsmen, um, that is not an exaggeration in any way, shape or form. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Cause we, right, it, it was really nice of them to, to be kind as we struggled mightily. But yeah. It was cool. You could, you could see as we were like trying to put things together, they were thinking I'm going to be here 20 extra minutes because these <laughs> yahoos are slowing up my production. That's right. All right. Cool. Got another topic, Kirby. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go, let's go a little lighter. Is that okay? Okay. Okay. Um, so it's vacation season. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, just summertime, that sort of thing. I'm so, wearing my vacation shirt. I, that's one of the reasons what, like I had this on my list, but then when I saw your shirt, I thought I'd bring it up. Um, so with the sort of change, with with the opening up, I mean, yep. obviously you said the governor of Tennessee cured COVID. So that's exciting. Did. Um, so what plans do you have for this summer or fall that you are, and maybe there's none, maybe, but what are you excited about from a, from a vacation perspective? No, no vacations on the horizon. Um, obviously, we're still kind of in getting ready to pay a ton of money for mm-hmm. college mode. Sure. So yeah. it's not like uh, there's piles of cash sitting around or we can just <laughs> jet off to Florida or Hawaii or whatever. 
we are taking a couple of days in the middle of July and renting a boat. Uh, we mm. don't own a boat. And so we're renting a boat and going to a lake with the kids and some of their friends and some of their parents and going to do something like that. So very low key, kind of a last hurrah. And it's actually during uh, the ASI Chicago show where I, I might even go. Uh, I was planning on going, but you know, that's just the same week we ended up picking. And um, so that's really the only plans we have. I'd like to have more plans, but we're still kind of to be very candid financially trying to figure out what what does what what are we covering what are we not covering and all the things there um but once the kids go i'm on permanent vacation um so i am going to be eating when i want what i want how i want i will be sleeping in i will be getting up i will do all the things i want to do so once they uh joke aside i mean i'm gonna miss the heck out of them but uh i think once they go there'll be a period of adjustment but uh I'm good for an adjustment, my friend. I'm good for an adjustment. It's funny you said that because we've discussed this personally. I don't know if we've ever talked yeah. about it on here, but we um, went, you know, so Skylar went away to college for a year and then came back to kind of do the dance mm-hmm. thing. And yep. then, but so Skylar and Jade were home. We went from full house. Uh, Sky left on her cruise. And then yep. the next week, Jade left for school. So we went from full house to empty house, just right. like you're going to do in a week. Um, and for about a week, I think Amy in particular, I think she would say she struggled with the transition for about sure. a week, but, yeah. but that's about it <laughs> like, yeah. because we, we, Amy and I like to eat out. And so yeah. it was like, all of a sudden we're like, oh, we, we don't have to check with anybody. Yeah. We can just the, go. The bill's half. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to worry about Let's bringing go. some home. Yeah. This yeah. is okay. <laughs> so I so not to get too not to get too far off topic. So what are your vacation plans this summer? I'm sure there's some sort of Mexico involved. <laughs> we, we do enjoy the Mexico. You do um, enjoy so, the Mexico. Yeah, I, uh, we are heading there um, over July, in, in July. Oh. Not, not the whole of July, but just no. for a couple of days in July. Um, and then honestly, I'm, I'm kind of open. We, we, we do have a boat. So we're, we'll, that'll probably be the biggest yeah. thing we do most of the time is just try to escape. We're, we're struggling with a little of this right now between this business and in the properties business. Um, like forcing ourselves to just go, okay, I need, I need to take a break. We need to yeah. get, even if it's for five hours, we need to just get out of the zip code. Yeah. So I'm going to try and really make a big focus on that. Now fall, I don't know, mm. because I, that is something I actually want to start thinking about because yeah. I, you know, I enjoy the the planning process and stuff like that. So yeah. if you have any ideas, I'll be open. Yeah. Falls for me is going to be either here or Tuscaloosa or Starkville, Mississippi. That's so, right. I mean, that's where we're going to be. And I'll, I'll wear my Hawaiian or it's my, it's kind of a, it's not a Hawaiian shirt. It's my pineapple shirt. It's light blue. And I love this shirt. It makes me right. feel all summery inside. Yeah, well, but now let's transition to a topic that makes me bitter. Okay. Um, <laughs> as you wanted to try to end the podcast on a high note, I'm going to end it with it's a, a little bit of a gripe um, and something right. I just don't understand. So one of the things that you and I have been very honored with, we've done this podcast or a version of this podcast for four or five years. We submitted three years uh, for a pyramid award through PPAI. And we were very blessed and fortunate to win a silver one year and then two consecutive golds. And I, I'm proud of that. I know you are. It's something we work hard for. Um, but you know, in, in I will tell you, uh, speaking candidly, I know the, the people who form the committees that work on the awards, it's not an easy job. So what I'm about to say, I don't want anyone on that committee to feel attacked because I'm not attacking. I just don't understand. 
So in the past, the podcast, and, and the reason this has come up, I, I was going to submit our podcast for a pyramid award. I'm proud of what we do here. Yeah. I think we, we have fun. We mix a little educational entertainment, the, ed, the edutainment as it were. Yeah. Wanted to do that. Well, the rules changed and there's the podcast categories no longer in the technology area of the awards. It's in marketing. And if I may read uh, <clears throat> specifically, so the podcast category was removed from the technology category and merged into the marketing categories to create, quote, digital self-promotion. In an email I got from PPAI, um, it said, quote, it's a what 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 it's going to be measured on is a fully digital campaign designed to promote sales or enhance the image of a company to customers and prospects. So what the email from PPI told me was my submission for this podcast would talk to the marketing campaign run to promote the podcast. Mm. I understand that it's hard to evaluate the quality of one podcast or another because there's a lot of taste that's involved right i'm not everybody's cup of tea everybody loves you of course but <laughs> hardly you know what 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 would make us better than say skewcast I, I i don't think we are i don't know if we are i don't think in those terms but when you're running some sort of awards you have to think in those terms so it's very difficult but kirby to me it's like awarding the oscar for the best picture based on the media tour Okay. Right. Or it's like giving the Grammy to someone for best album based on the artwork. Oh, I've got more. It's like giving a James Beard award based on the layout of somebody's menu. No, I got more Kirby. It's like giving a world whiskey award for the best Kentucky bourbon based on the label design. It's like giving a people's choice podcast award based on how the podcast is promoted. I don't understand it. So I didn't submit because right. we don't run a marketing campaign for this podcast. It's a podcast. Right. Yeah. So I, I so I'm so glad you brought it up and I, I love, I, I hope that anybody who's listening to this understands the perspective that the discussion is taken is that we just want to get, man, our, our, take it in the spirit in which it's intended. Yeah, I'm not upset. You. I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't so, understand it. So a couple, couple thoughts. And I was trying to make notes and listen at the same time. Yeah. So number one, moving it from tech uh, to marketing. I think that does make sense. Um, I always yes. thought it was a little bit weird that it was in the tech side. So that Me part too. totally um, uh, makes sense. I actually good. I'm good with it being under a self promo. Um, like it to, it, you know, a little, bit. Like, a little bit, right. It's a marketing piece. One of the things that you and I talk about, and it's the thing that I think most people struggle with, uh, content marketing is that concept of the difference between brand marketing and direct marketing. I think they are trying to measure a podcast using direct marketing terms, direct marketing. Right. They click on it, they buy something. Well, Podcasting is much more brand marketing. It is a long-term play, it, it, you know, and so the length and consistency and value of an overall deal, I think does have value. If you don't want to listen to everyone, yeah. that's fine. But the Joe Rogan podcast, let's use him. He's yeah. one of the biggest, right? Like, yeah. I, I won't listen to a million of them, but he's one of the biggest because he shows up on a regular basis in his well, overall platform. It just makes no sense not to evaluate the content. I don't know. I get, I agree. It should have been moved from technology to marketing, yeah. but why is there a content marketing category right. where you no, can that, talk that about sense. where you can, that's where you put video content. That's where you put written content and blogs. That's where you put the audio content in terms of a podcast. And you can say, this is valuable to the promotional community. And here's why. 
Right. That's real. Because it's not like there's a good, better, best. It's more of a, is this good? Does this create value for the community or did it create value in the way the creators intended it to? Right. And I just don't understand, you know, content marketing is such an important and critical thing. It and it's been building and building and building for years. I don't understand why there's not a content marketing category. And I don't understand how you can evaluate any sort of content based on how it's promoted. I just don't understand it. And again, it's not an easy job. I, I, you know, I, I've offered solutions. My solution again, it should be a content marketing category for podcasts, a content marketing for blogs, content marketing for video. And I'm sure there's tweaks after that, right. but I, it's, it's, I don't you, get it. It's funny you say it. I, I mean, I, I got a, uh, a pyramid award uh, for delivering marketing joy one year yep. and the next year I didn't. And I don't yep. know, I, I really wasn't upset. I just, I, what could I do better? Should I have submitted a different thing? And I think that's one of the challenges. I truly, like we were, you said, we were so honored to get yeah. the silver and the gold. I have no idea what we did differently. I, I don't and know I, how I we too. got better. Yeah. No, we got a different metal better. Yeah. And I don't know how. Yeah. No, so, so again, that's a, take it in the spirit of which it's intended. But I, I, you know, I would love to figure out how that can be a little more inclusive. There's so much great content out there. Yeah. Fine. I, I may never submit again. So it doesn't matter. Um, but I just love to know. Now, I did submit for self promotion campaign for our yeah. Brandvocate week last year. And I hope that my criticism doesn't impact that. I'll be very candid. I hope yeah. it doesn't. I, I yeah. do worry about that stuff. So yeah, well, and again, All right, that, but, but I think based on the, the idea of what that award is for, it made sense yeah. to submit for that. Yeah. Based on what we understood, we just, it, it didn't yeah. really make sense to uh, to do this. So that's fine. No, and I in in all uh, candidness, I reached out to you and I said I'm confused here. I don't get it. I I don't think I I don't want to spend the fifty bucks to submit because I don't think we have a chance of winning. You know why? We don't promote the podcast. We right. we just release it. Yeah. Yep. So, no, that's, I'm glad you brought it up, too. buddy. All right. Well, it's again real quick. Last thing, really do appreciate. I've sat on numerous PPAI committees. I've sat on numerous boards. This is the first full year. I've not been a, a volunteer on a board or something that's been consistent throughout the year in over 10 years. The only thing I'm doing this year from a volunteer uh, aspect is virtual lead. So I have a lot of, of sympathy for people who are on those committees and boards. It's not easy, but respect. Uh, you know, part of being on it is you're going to have to deal with some, some, some criticism. And, and this is hopefully constructive because that's how it's intended. Cool. All right, Kirby, let's have some fun now that I've gotten all my bitterness done. <laughs> okay, good. Um, it is the return of rapid fire. All Kirby, right. there are no wrong answers. Now, <laughs> I was thinking about you. You're a beer guy. Yeah. You're, you're, when I think of you and when you are relaxing on the lake, you're going to have a beer. Yes. That's what your drink is. Yep. Mm -hmm. Now, I used to be a beer guy. I'm much more these days a, a liquor guy. I, I like a gin and tonic or something. Just I just like the I, you know, yes. I just like that better. Yeah, totally. But we're not representing the probably the biggest, fastest growing category in alcohol right now, which is hard seltzer, Kirby. So <laughs> I am going to ask you which hard seltzer you must consume one. So I'm going to give you an either or, and you have to tell me which one you would drink. On the hottest day, you, you're you got to have something cold okay. with a little bit of alcohol in it. Okay, okay. there are absolutely wrong answers, so <laughs> I want to be very clear. Okay, well, I appreciate your honesty on that. That's oh, good. absolutely. All right, Kirby. Again, this is just for fun. No one's keeping score at all. Bud Light Seltzer Summer Ice 
or Michelob Ultra Organic Cucumber Lime Seltzer? <laughs> you just started. It's not right that hard. Uh, I'll go with the summer ice from Bud Light, although it, okay. it pains me to say anything Bud Light. But okay, Smirnoff Raspberry Rosé or Bud Light uh, Seltzer Cherry Limeade. I'm gonna go with the Smirnoff. Okay, uh, Raspberry Rosé. Truly Fruit Punch or Truly Berry Punch? So I mean, so this is like a, a drink that my daughters like and my, mm-hmm. my uh, wife likes. So I'm going to go with the Berry Punch. Okay. White Claw Lemon Iced Tea or Truly Lemon Iced Tea? I'm going to go with Truly Lemon Iced Tea. Okay. White Claw Peach Iced Tea or Truly Peach Iced Tea? And it, I haven't had either, of course, but I'm going to go, we're going to spread it around. We'll go with the White Claw Peach Iced Tea. Okay. Lone River Ranch Water, uh, Lone River Ranch Spicy Hard Seltzer, Ranch Water. Sorry, it's like a, a let me try that again. That's just Lots of words. Up. Lone River Ranch Water Spicy Hard Seltzer. Oh, I'm exhausted just saying it. <laughs> or Texas Ranch Water Lime Flavor. <laughs> what was the first one? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I just sent myself into hypnosis. <laughs> Not the lime. Lone, <laughs> Lone River Ranch Water Spicy Hard Seltzer. Oh, no. Never mind. The lime one. Yeah. Okay. That's... Dos, Dos Equis Ranch Water, classic lime flavor, or Corona Blackberry Lime Hard Seltzer. I'm going to go Blackberry Lime with the Corona there. Okay. Topo Chico Exotic Pineapple Hard Seltzer or Shotgun Spiked Seltzer Bramble Flavor. Oh, I'll go with the Bramble. Okay. Bud Light Platinum Orange or Jose Cuervar, Cuervo Playmar Tequila Grapefruit Seltzer. Oh man, grapefruit. That seems a little tart for me. So I'll go with the first one, the hard orange. Willie's Sparkling Pineapple and Lime Super Brew or Bon Vive Grapefruit. Uh, definitely the pineapple. Uh, that sounds kind of delightful, actually. All right. I, I, I don't know about you. I All these like hard seltzer things, just I don't get them. I've had a couple of them. Some are good. Some are not good. Let's go back in time, Kirby. Okay. Let's go, right. the origin- Let's go to the original hard seltzer. Okay. Seagram's Golden Wine Coolers <laughs> or Bartles and James Wine Coolers? <laughs> I'm going to go Bartles and James. Bartles and James okay. is one that I actually remember. Okay. Last one, Kirby. Sun Country Wine Coolers. And if you remember, they came in a two liter bottle. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> uh, okay. So Sun Country wine coolers in a t- two liter bottle or Zima. <laughs> Zima, the product that came out of a marketing project in college. Uh, yep. I'm going to go with the two liter. That's just, that's just hilarious to All me. Right. Uh, Sun All Country. Right. You get, you know why you get more for your money. You know where else you get more for your money, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Where? Oh, thank you for knowing to ask. I'd be our good pals over at Promo Pulse and their AMP email uh, retail looking email distribution service. It's so easy. We talked about it. It's not, is it six steps, Kirby? No. Well, it's got to be five then, right? I think it's less than that. No. Four? <laughs> Believe it or not, one less. Wow. It's three. That's right. Three easy steps. You get to just choose your suppliers, upload your listed logo, and choose your sending frequency. You set it and forget it like a Ron Popeil rotisserie chicken cooker. <laughs> and the next thing you know, you're going to have so much business, you're not going to know what to do except hire the next Eric Granada to run it for you because <laughs> you've grown so damn much. That's right. All you need to do if, if you want to learn more, and they're currently in private beta, 
interested distributors, head over to www. I don't have to say that anymore, do I? No. Um, head over to promopulse.io slash amp, A-M-P. Get on the list. You're not going to be sorry you did, Kirby. Thank you again for having the courage to do episode number 49. What do you say we do another one next week? I'm excited. Van Halen's not a hair band. Hair band.